welcome to the 515th episode of Travel Witch Radio. I'm your host, Dan Schlossberg, along with co-host Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee, and we are in the 12th season of Travel Witch Radio, the show that lets you enjoy the pleasures of travel from the comfort of your armchair. Every week at this time, we talk to people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality, from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travelitch Radio. And tonight, we're talking about the homestead, a beautiful bed and breakfast in the southeastern Connecticut town of Madison. And we have the co-owner, Ralph Guardiano, as our guest. Welcome, Ralph, to Travel Itch Radio. No, thanks for having me. Hi, Dan and Mary Ellen. How are you? We're We're doing okay. And, Ralph, I loved my stay earlier this week at the Homestead, a mansion that is clean, spotless, and filled with treasures I've never seen in 50-plus years of traveling. So first, tell us how many guest rooms you have and where you're located. We, are, we have 12 guest rooms. Uh, two of them are, make up a suite, um, a family suite, we call it. And uh, we're located dead center between Boston and New York, just off of I-95. And when was the house built, and how did you and the Guardiano family get involved with it? Well, it's an interesting story. The house was built in 1958. Originally, it was a doctor's residence, and, and he had his office in the house. And then... Um, it became uh, uh, independent living for senior citizens. And my mom took it over and ran it for 25 years. And she was so successful that we had to put additions on. And if you think about it, you know, for senior citizens, the rooms had to be a little bigger, the bathrooms had to be a little bigger, the doorways had to be a little bigger. And so I purchased it about 10 years ago. She had run it for 25 years. I purchased it. I was going to continue that business. But when I was done hiring people, I hired seven people to do what my mother was doing by herself. And I realized, A, how hard she worked, and B, this is not such a good business model with seven employees to do what one person did. So I had to do something. I had already purchased it. So my daughter uh, and I, she became my business partner. We put it on Airbnb just for an afternoon to see what would happen. And it sold out three times. And I thought, well, we did something wrong. We broke something. And one lady called to confirm her reservation. And I said, I think you made a mistake. You know, you booked the whole house. I think you meant to book one room. And she said, no, there's just not a lot of hotel rooms in that area. My daughter's getting married, and I, I, we need a lot of rooms. And so that was the clue. I grew up in this town. I don't really, never really thought about hotel rooms and how many you need in the town and all that stuff. So it was this blinding glimpse of the obvious. So I met with the town officials, and we had to do some zoning changes, and they were really very supportive and very helpful, as was the general manager of the Hilton down the street. There's a little Hilton. I know we're going to touch base about that, but he was uh, John Mathers. He was extremely helpful in helping me get it rezoned and helping me get set up. You know, I'm really not a hotelier, but I had this opportunity. So I I think it was – you know, like a a very good accident that happened. I think it was meant to be. So we went from being assisted living that my mom ran for 25 years to uh, bed and breakfast. Well, you serve a really nice breakfast, but you also have grab-and-go snacks available all the time. 
everything from fresh pop, popcorn to fruit, juice, cookies, and even s'mores cones, perfect for toasting over one of your fire pits. Did you pick up those ideas during your visits to other inns? You know, I, I always am on the lookout, and I travel a lot. And, you know, there's certain things that I really appreciate when I travel and certain things that really annoy me, like when you go into a hotel room and you can't find a place to plug in your phone. So I made sure there were those kinds of things in the rooms, right, chargers on both sides of the bed, international chargers, things like that. When it came to the snacks and all that, I, I always – I never liked being nickel and dime when I'm traveling. So everything is free. We didn't want to just do normal stuff, so I wanted to create a popcorn bar. So we have popcorn, but we, have, we make it fresh. We have a popcorn machine, you know, like an old-fashioned one. And then we have, like, butter-flavored olive oil and, you know, just chocolate, you know, uh, uh, it's not olive oil, uh, it's like a sort of a, a vinegar topping. And it sounds weird, but it's this great popcorn bar, and people just love it. As I say to people, just give it one try. It's kind of life-changing. And what's great is the olive oil store downtown, if they know it's a guest of ours, they'll give them, I forget if it's 10 or 15% off. So I can't tell you how many people I've converted over to butter-flavored olive oil. And then all the other snacks, I just am always on the look for something that's different and local and healthy if possible. Like the s'mores cones, we made them all gluten-free. And uh, there's even the cones are gluten-free. So instead of making a regular s'mores, you have a cone, like an ice cream cone, and you put it, your toppings in it, cover it in tin foil, and we have these long sort of forks that hold it out over the fire pits, and uh, it melts down, and you eat it like an ice cream cone. It was really funny last night. There were three of them going on, one in the front fire pit, one in the rear fire pit, and I had somebody in the house doing it over the, in the fireplace in the living room. I never saw that one before. It was fine. You didn't get chocolate all over the fireplace, so it was okay. We're talking with Ralph Guardiano, co-owner of the Homestead, a beautiful B&B in Madison, Connecticut. Ralph, I love the big green spaces, patios, decks, bicycles, plus your selection of books and games, not to mention working Victrolas and records in every guest room. And your bird feeder was busy all the time and attracted colorful birds I never see in New Jersey. So I gather you're a lover of nature and animals, right? Uh, it's that, but really what it is is, you know, once I was going to get into it and, you know, create this bed and breakfast, I wanted it to be unique. And what I, you know, landed on was we're all in this really fast, you know, high-stress digital world, right? And so it was like, well, why don't I come up with some cues for people to kind of slow down a little bit? So, like, the record players in the room, every room has a record player. I test them all the time. And when we're booking a room with a guest, the last two questions we ask are, you know, what kind of music do you like? And they're all like, well, why would you even ask me that? Well, we have a record player in your room. We want to set you up with great vinyl. And, and the next thing you know, people are like, oh, you know, they're so excited. It's like game on. And they start telling you about their record collection and all that kind of stuff. And it's really kind of fun. At night, you don't hear TVs coming out, you know, coming out of the rooms, the, the noises. You, you hear records playing. And it's just got this great vibe. And then you kind of look at the outside and you go, okay, you know, I put in these bird feeders. We have a great Audubon shop down in, in downtown Madison. And I talked to those guys. I was like, I want to animate the yard. Like, how can I do that? I want to attract, like, really, you know, great variety of birds. And so they helped me pick all the right seed and the right bird feeders and all that kind of stuff. And then the property itself just kind of, it's on Route 1, US 1, but it's set back. 
And so you don't get the noise, but it's really easy to get to and, you know, get to downtown and that kind of stuff. But there's so much land. I even put in like a disc golf course with four, with four holes. And, and it's just a great property, a lot of beautiful landscaping and flowers. And I don't know. I think it just came down to, you know, what would I want, you know, if I was traveling and on vacation and what, what, would, what would make me happy? Right? What would make me calm and peaceful? And, and not to say people don't come here and work from here, because they do. But it's got a, a very fun vibe to it. So, I don't know. It, I, think it's a, I think it's a culmination of a lot of small things that add up to give it an overall, you know, sort of big feeling. Well, when you talk about what I would want, the showers and their spa-style filtration heads, that's on my list. And yeah. the temperature controls on the toilet seats. Tell us about those. <laughs> I think I think that was Dan's favorite. I'm not sure. We'll have to ask the list. But, um, so I put in um, shower heads that infuse vitamin A, C, and E. It's got a 15-stage mm. filter, so the water is very, very soft. And then you add in vitamin A, C, and E, and, you know, women love it for their hair. I mean, it's just got this very soft feel to it. And I can't tell you how many women tell me their hair has never looked so good. And then you, I put in, well, you got to have something for the men. So I put in these heated bidet toilet seats with uh, on-demand water so you can basically sit there all day if, if you want. <laughs> so I actually stress-tested uh, five different brands. I bought five different ones, set them up, used them all for a little bit, and then said, okay, we're going to do this one right here. So I don't know. Kind of, you know, it's the quirky little things that I, I that make the difference for people and they talk about read the reviews mm-hmm. and you, just, you hear people talking about bidet toilet seats and shower heads you know <laughs> well we also must mention that all the rooms have air conditioners flat screen tvs fireplaces <laughs> and refrigerators so it's perfect for couples weekends honeymooners and even international guests but what we need to know is the homestead open all year or is it just seasonal it is not seasonal it is open all year um, i didn't think it was fair to the employees to hire them lay them off that kind of a thing frankly it's too hard to find good employees so i'd like to keep them and so we certainly are not fully booked in the off season, but you know it's a really nice um, facility town area to come to. Um, we're on the coast, so it's a little bit more moderate, a little cooler in the summer, a little warmer in the winter, and so we are open all year. And you know it's funny, everybody comes spring, summer, fall, and they ignore the winter except for around Christmas because you know the town is beautifully decorated and all that, but. It's really kind of nice to walk the beaches in the winter. There's nobody around. It's a nice place to walk your dog. So it, it, I, I don't think, you know, just being three months out of the year or three seasons out of the year is a good way to go. So we're committed to it being open year-round. Hmm. Well, summer must be prime time, but you did mention you have proximity to several Long Island Sound beaches and waterfront restaurants restaurants like the wharf in the hotel madison tell us about those yeah so the it's the madison beach hotel it's a part of the curio collection they're just down the street super nice family owns it and this guy john mathers is the general manager great restaurant i dan i think you even got to 
you and Phil's got to eat there. I think you had a lunch there it's over, overlooking Long Island Sound. They have a new chef in. They have great, great food. It's only a 33-room hotel, so it really is very tiny. It's actually the smallest Hilton in the world. So hmm. there's that. And then there, we have four beaches in Madison. We have East Wharf, West Wharf, and uh, the Surf Club. I grew up on the Surf Club. I actually grew up in this town. Um, and then we have a state beach, which is Hammonasset, and it's two miles of beach. It's really quite a beach, and you have everything from kite flying out there to fishing to, you know, walking the boardwalk and that kind of thing. And it, for a Connecticut resident, it's free. And for uh, visiting uh, folks from other states, I'm actually looking, I think it's $15 to get in, you know, a carload of people to get in. So it's not, it's not terrible. It's also a big camping ground. They have this nature center. It's, it's really a beautiful beach. It's the largest in Connecticut. Hmm. We're talking I would with say, Ralph sorry, I would Guardiano. Also add, there, are, there are other, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, there are other uh, restaurants along the water and, and in the town of Madison, like Cafe Allegra in downtown Madison. There's, there's a huge variety of, of restaurants in the, in the area. That's great. I'm sorry I interrupted. We're talking no, sorry. with Ralph Guardiano, co-owner of the Homestead, a lovely Connecticut B&B. Ralph, Madison's a small town with a big history, settled in 1650, incorporated in 1826, and named for President James Madison. Once known for fishing, shipbuilding, and farming, it was the home of the first governor of Vermont, Thomas Crittenden. Also has a long list of things to do. Would you share some of them? Yeah, it's, you know, it's funny. I grew up in this town, and when you're a kid growing up, you're kind of like, I can't get out of here fast enough. You know, there's... It's not, it doesn't seem like there's all that much to do. It's a sleepy little town, or so I thought. And then I moved away and, you know, had my career. And then when my daughter was born, I was like, well, this is kind of time to move back to Madison. And when I started the B&B, it was, I needed to really look at what is there for our guests to do? What is there to do on a sunny day? What is there to do, you know, in the off season when it's cooler and what is there to do in, you know, rainy days? So we put together an entire list that fills up two pages, all separated by what do you do on rainy days and that kind of stuff. And you have everything from antiquing, great antiquing. That's where I got a lot of the stuff that, you know, fills the house, just quirky stuff. There's outlets, several outlets. There's lots of breweries and wineries. I was surprised. There's just, on, from what we can count this afternoon, there's just under 30 wineries and breweries within a 30-mile radius. Like, I had no idea there were that many of them. Um, there's a lot of theater, uh, Ivington Playhouse, Goodspeed Opera House, the Kate in Old Saybrook, which is all really kind of, um, really kind of fun stuff. Um, there's casinos. We have Mohegan Sun Casino and Foxwoods Casino. And then lots of museums. They're just an amazing amount because we're really close. We're only 13 miles from Yale in uh, New Haven. So there's a lot associated with Yale University. And we have Mystic Seaport not far from us. And there's the Pez Visitor Center, which is really pretty funny. You know, if you've ever had those little Pez, (laughs) you know, like that's just quirky and weird. I love that stuff. Um, So there's a whole bunch of that kind of stuff. There's hiking, lots of hiking um, all over. You know, it's amazing how much there is. Great trails. And then there's just odd other stuff like uh, 
cooking classes. Chef Paul Barron has a cooking class that he, he does in town. And then there's Savvy Teen. They give classes on tea tastings and that kind of stuff. And then there's things like uh, the Essex Steam, uh, steam Train, which is really fun. Mm. Um, and they have a dinner car. You can have dinner. I think it's on, I think it's Friday and Saturday nights. Um, there's labyrinths and escape rooms. There's uh, uh, like a, uh, like adventure rope courses. There's like more to do than I had any idea. There's even nearby there's um, duck pin bowling for those folks who know what that is. There's candle pin bowling, duck pin bowling. Love that stuff. Um, and there's know, there's a whole bunch of other I'm trying to think. There's a lavender farm. It's just so amazing to go to and see lavender as far as you can see. So there's a lot. And then there's this uh, uh, salt cave uh, spa. I think it's uh, the Healing Salt Cave and Wellness Spa in Guilford, which is really cool. You know, go in there and just kind of enjoy the the therapy of salt cave. And let's not forget the Trolley Museum. I love that place. Oh, I'm sorry. I know that's your favorite. You're right. (laughs) You're right. It's actually really cool. Okay, and we also hear about R.J. Julia bookstores where homestead guests don't get discounts, but there are discounted rooms at the homestead for people going in for book signings. It's the number one independent bookstore in the U.S., and I noticed photos of authors who came there for signings. I hope to be one of them real soon. Tell us about that bookstore. It is an amazing bookstore. I don't even know how long it's been here, as long as I can remember. And Roxanne Cody runs it. She does an amazing job. And they get authors in all the time. I mean, weekly, if not multiple authors a week that are signing. And, you know, it's everybody. And, you know, as you're walking through, if you get a chance to go to the bookstore and you look at the walls, you look past the books a little bit at the walls, there's these little pictures all signed that are just frame against frame against frame that surround you in all the rooms. And you kind of at some point go, how many authors have come through here? And it's really very cool. I love the bookstore. It's just got that vibe. And they have a great cafe in the back. They actually, we do picnic lunches with our guests. We have picnic baskets we provide and bicycles and and things. And they go down there, and those guys uh, set the guests up with the the lunch, whatever it is they they want for lunch. They make it for them. So it is really cool. And we give discounts to people that are coming into town and the authors that are coming into town to do these signings which I'm going to assume sometime soon you're going to be coming into town, um, Dan, and, you know, to sign your books. Okay. I want to tell our listeners, you're listening to Travel Itch Radio with Dan Schlossberg and Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee. Listen to us on iTunes or blogtalkradio.com or check out the archive show anytime on Facebook. And our guest tonight is Ralph Guardiano, co-owner of The Homestead, a beautiful B&B in coastal Madison, Connecticut. Ralph, as a person who's made many trips up and down I-95, I know that you're close to Mystic, but you mentioned the New London Ferry, the Submarine Museum in Groton, and that's a submarine, the ship, not the sandwich, and even a steam train <laughs> ride and trolley museum, which we mentioned. So am I right in thinking your guests can never run out of ideas for day trips? I would be amazed if people ran out of things to do, honestly. And, you know, guests are finding new stuff all the time. And they're bringing it to our attention. And it's really kind of entertaining when they educate us on something. We, we had a family in, they're in right now from Switzerland, and they were talking to me about some new restaurant. And I'm like, I don't think you have this right. They actually had it right. The, the restaurant had changed, 
Uh, and it became a completely different restaurant, and I can't wait to actually go try it. But there's that, there's the steam train, there's the trolley museum that we talked about. Mystic Seaport, amazing. You know, it's, uh, I, think what, I forget what they call it, something like Living Museum. You know, there's all these terrific boats they, they build there, like Amistad. They built a replica of Amistad there, and, and they've got the Charles W. Morgan in there, and you can get on it. It's the last remaining whaling ship in, in the world you know, that did it the original way. And, it, and in Madison, they used to build ships at the end of what's West Wharf where the, the Hilton is just down the street. And I actually have an original photograph of the Bark America being built there when it was in its latter stages of being completed. And I have it in the, set up in the living room. And it's, people don't really notice it, but that's the history of the town, you know, that you had touched on earlier. And it was just quite amazing. My dog knows how to Bark America. Yeah, your dog and my dog. That was, and you know, you bring up a point where we're pet friendly. We've got uh, several rooms which have outside doors, so you don't have to come through the house, and it's easy to take your dog out. I think right now we have four rooms that are pet friendly, but all the rooms on the lower floor, the the uh, they're getting um, uh, entrances and patios. So. I would say by this time next year, every room on the first floor will have private entrances. And uh, so it just makes it easier for folks with their dogs and, you know, to be able to take them out for a walk. And there's, you touched on it, there's so much property that it's easy to go for a nice walk without even leaving the property. Now, you had me intrigued, Ralph, when you were talking about this healing salt cave and wellness spa. Now, do they offer massages, hydrotherapy? Uh, would you elaborate a little bit more about this place? So I would if I really knew as much, but I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I, I have met with them, and I went through some of their, their offerings. They're really terrific. The Salt Cave is unbelievable. This, um, this couple built it all, and really nice. And they do have massages, and they have hydrotherapy tubs, and they have all kinds of stuff over there. I won't do it justice, but I can tell you this much. This is a big point. It's really terrific, and our guests get 15% discount. So that's kind of the headline right there. Oh, yeah. And, and you were talking about the breweries and the vineyards that aren't very far from the homestead. Um, are they walking distance, bicycling distance? Tell us more. They're not walking distance, not yet. We haven't had a neighbor pop up a brewery yet, but it could happen. <laughs> um, we, they're uh, very close. And within 30 miles, it's around 30 of them that we counted earlier today. We started with, we guessed at 15, and we're like, no, nah, I think there's more than that. So we started looking deeper and deeper. And my innkeepers were like, there's at least 30 that we can identify. And some of them are brand new. I mean, they're, the last summer was their first summer. So I need to go, you know, check these out. They're, the thing that I find the most amazing is the quality of their food. You know, I don't think Connecticut is exactly known for its wine, so I think they make up the difference in the food. It's just it's really, really great, great food. We had one the next town over in Clinton called Shamard, and I've been there a few times for lunches and dinner, and they're really, really great. Service is great. It's fun. You're sitting in the vineyard and, having great food. And there's another one, Rose, I think it's called Rose Vineyards, and they're on the other town, on the other side of us in 
in Brantford, and I have not tried it yet, but all I've heard from guests is how great the food is and the wine. So I can't wait to, you know, to go over and try that one. And then there's all these other ones around, all around us. So, I don't know, we just tonight, right before I got on with you, a couple of my innkeepers, my senior innkeeper was like, you know, we need to go try these, right? It's like, fine, set it up, <laughs> let's go. And then they also found uh, at one of, at the Shamar's, they're going to have a mozzarella making class. Like, sign me up. Ah. Last name's Guardiano. Sign me up. <laughs> sign me up, too. We're talking yeah, with right? Ralph Guardiano, co-owner of the homestead, a beautiful B&B in Connecticut. Now, also, Ralph, we hear the homestead offers something called the elopement package, and that caught our attention. What's that yeah. about? So we noticed you know, elopements like, you know, or vow renewals and microstyle weddings, you know, become increasingly popular. So with our elopement package, the couple, you know, who's staying with us at the homestead has the option to have a special intimate ceremony for like 650 bucks. We include the mm. officiant, the, you know, who works with the couple to create a ceremony that suits their personalities. Uh, we also include a cake, a small cake and a complimentary champagne toast and, and, you know, for the couple, and then, like, four guests and witnesses. So, you know, we don't really want to host a big wedding because we're just not set up for it, certainly not at this time. And it takes, uh, it takes a lot to do something like that and to do it well at the level I want to do it at. So we decided to try these elopement packages and see how that kind of works out. So we really just introduced it, and we're looking forward to kind of rolling it out and then refining it and just making it really kind of fun. And tell us about your affiliation with select hotels. That's quite a badge of distinction. It is. You know, I was so proud of that. We contacted them, asked them to, if they would come in and rate us. They rate you on a scale of, you know, 0 to 100. And I thought, well, let's at least try it. We'll get a list of everything we're not doing right, you know, and we'll adjust and then we'll invite them back. And they came in and they gave us 96 right out of the gate, which is really wow. pretty terrific you know and mm-hmm. select registry for those people who don't know it's really a diverse collection of of independent boutique properties that deliver a level of like personalized service that you're not going to get in hotel change so you know the quality is really good it's it's hard to get into them you know as a as a member um i'll tell you this the day they announced it our phone rang we started getting bookings because there are groups of people that will only stay at a select registry property because they know that they're at such a high level of, of quality and service. And so it was, we're very proud of it, really proud. Okay, just a couple of minutes to go. How far ahead of holiday weekends should guest book space at the homestead, and do you fill up fast for Yale football weekends? Mm, um, we do. You know, the Yale crowd is starting to find us. You know, we're a little beyond New Haven when they're coming out of New York or whatever, and so they're just starting to find us now. We're seeing, you know, around graduations and football games, it's starting to get more and more. When it comes to holidays, certainly Fourth of July and uh, Memorial Day, Labor Day, you're, you know, it's good to book in advance. Those sell out really pretty quick. Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, not quite as much, but what we're seeing is families asking if they can have the whole house for, like, Thanksgiving and, you know, bring in a chef, and that would be, kind of, you know, kind of cool. And then around Christmas and New Year, we have a pretty good crowd. So I would say do yourself a favor and contact us. Just call us direct or go on our website, homesteadmadison.com, and you can, you can book us right there direct. 
If Travelers Radio listeners would like to learn more about the Homestead or to make bookings, how do they do that, Ralph? Uh, they just go to homesteadmadison.com, and you can book right online, or feel free to call us at 203-245-0212, and we'd be happy to help you. Our guest tonight has been Ralph Bardiano, co-owner of the Homestead in Madison, Connecticut. Thank you, Ralph, for being our guest on Travelers Radio. Oh, my pleasure, and thank you guys for having me. I really enjoyed it. And now that the baseball season is well past the halfway mark, there's nothing better for off days or rain delays than a good baseball book. Like my latest, Baseball's Memorable Misses, an unabashed look at baseball's craziest zeros. The funniest and most unusual baseball book of the year. It's an illustrated and entertaining paperback, $14.99 at your bookstore, and even less from Amazon.com. And that's it for this edition of Travel with Radio. Next week, same time, same station, we'll talk with Nita Kelly about the countryside of Philadelphia. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg, along with Mary Ellen Newton Lee, saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night.